Hello, welcome to Frosto Talks. I'm your host, Frosto. Just an all-around regular guy trying to spread overwhelming positivity and help you look at the brighter side of things. Why, hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Frosto Talks. I'm your host, Frosto. First and foremost, I want to start off by giving a huge thank you and shout out to all of my listeners, everyone that's been tuning in, everyone that's been messaging me, all the feedback, the reviews, the five out of five stars on Apple Podcasts. What's up? I truly appreciate you guys. Once again, it took a lot for me to step outside of my comfort zone and put this together, put my content out there, and just seeing how amazing it's been received is, 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 is honestly a dream come true. Now, with that being said, I had a lot of success with my previous podcast on how to be the number one dad, currently on my playlist, if you haven't heard it so far, and kind of took it to you guys and wanted to know what more you wanted to hear from me on the topic. And the one thing that I got over and over and over again was, how is it to be married? Now, for those that don't know, I have a fucking awesome marriage and (laughs) I'm not just saying that it's legit. It's 100%. It's everything I could have dreamed of. I didn't even know it's what I wanted, but nothing amazing comes without hard work. And I'd be lying to you if I said it was a cakewalk. (laughs) My wife and I should have broke up and split up. God knows how many times when this relationship first started, but fortunately, she put up with me for some reason. So without further ado, it is my honor, my pleasure to introduce the first guest on Frosto Talks, Trisha Diaz. Hi. <laughs> so this is definitely a big step for her as she's extremely shy, to say the least. Awkward. Awkward. And uh, getting her to speak in front of God knows how many people is, uh, is definitely something uh, that took some convincing, if you will. He bribed me with alcohol. <laughs> so, uh, again, had a lot of success on the last episode and just wanted to, you know, kind of piggyback off that. You know, something that a lot of people ask me, again, men in general, guys in general in my life was, how do you make it all work? And, y- you know, I wear a lot of hats. We're a single income home father of three, happily married, very successful in my line of work, and, you know, train jujitsu constantly, always lifting and trying to improve myself. And again, I get that question a lot. How do you fit it all in the day? Like, how do you put it all together? And I'd be nothing without my wife, Trish. Now, I know this is my podcast, and I could speak for days, but... Let's hear about you, oh, honey. No. Oh yes, I don't yes, want yes. To. Let's give the let's give the audience what they want. Give us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> Who you are? What's your name? What's your sign, girl? My name's Trisha. I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm old, and I I don't know. I'm a stay-at-home mom. I am in the National Guard, and yeah, my job is to protect my family, and that means. Even stepping as far as the country, if I have to, to protect them. 
So, I don't know. That's all I got. How am I blushing and no one's even here? Because, <laughs> you know, we're recording. Now, so, um, thank you, honey. Welcome. Thank you. Um, honestly, thank you for making this all possible. You know, you've always been a huge supporter on everything that I do. So, it's just, uh, you know, it's awesome that, uh, again, that you're able to come on here and step out of your comfort zone as well and join me. Um, <clears throat> I want to take it to some questions that I got. I put up a question box on my Instagram, IG at Frosto. Um, and, okay. you know, wanted to hear what some of our people wanted to know about us. Um, so throughout our podcast, I'll do a little segment and, you know, ask a question here or two and, you know, see how, see how, you know, see where we go from there. Okay. Um, one of my first ones, uh, that I really like and, uh, shout, out? uh should I, shout out to Marco. What's up, big dog? Marco Gagos dog. Yeah, I, what's their handle? I, I, <laughs> Purple belt, 10th planet. What's up dog? Um, no, he asked. Um, he asked, how did y'all meet and what would be the number one advice for young couples? Honey? I think you need to take the story. How many times have you told the story? So how did we meet? So Trish and I actually went to high school together, but we didn't actually formally meet. We didn't actually like each other. Well, well hold on. Rewind. <laughs> it was love at first sight for me. All right. Uh, let me paint you a picture. Yeah. It is, it's 2006, Six. 2006. I'm playing football. She's playing volleyball. I'm injured in the training room doing something, just probably goofing off. And here comes Shorty walking in with these volleyball shorts. And oh, let me no. tell you, it was love at first sight. Lord. And from that moment on, I was, I was hooked. Smitten. Now, if I could recreate the look of death she gave me when I <laughs> said whatever the hell I said, it, it, <laughs> you would die. Um, but yeah, that was, that was the moment I noticed her first. And, um, you know, somehow we ended up making it all through high school without really... You know, no, I, I avoided you. <laughs> you were annoying. <laughs> he was the class clown. He needed the attention, and I refused to give it to him. And what was it like? Well, I first like met you, or came, like aside from that one interaction, was at a party. Mm -hmm. We decided. What did you do? Oh my god! Okay, so fast <laughs> forward. I think what was it? Two, three years. Three years later. And um, I go meet with some friends and at his house. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got some girls over. I said, all right, cool. You know, didn't but tell me. you brought me. a girl, didn't you? Uh, huh? You brought a girl. I think I did. You I might did. have. I brought, a, I might have brought a female companion. A thought, and, as you refer. <laughs> and um, being the person that I was, I don't know why I thought it'd be a great idea to get naked and jump in the pool. Um, yes, believe it or not, at the time, I'm like, oh, I like her. She might want to see me naked. In the pool. <laughs> I just feel like he just wanted attention. From you. Right. But guess what? After he did that, I was the only person with my back turned. <sighs> you didn't get up. I didn't get up. You didn't get I sat up. on the couch. You sat on the couch. As everyone is coming to laugh, Laughing, point, gawking. Doing whatever. My boo's out there. Back turned. Unbothered. What was... 
explicit, explicit. Explicit, explicit, explicit. Anyway, so that was the uh, next time that I met her or saw her or encountered her after high encountered, school. Encountered, because we didn't encounter. meet each other until... Right, right. Now, fast forward, I think, another year. And, um, two years. Uh, two years. I'm living in San Diego. And, oh, no, yeah. backwards a year. Uh, it was Yeah, because... No, because you're at Liam. Really? I thought yeah. it was when I was at Chico. Mm-mm. No. Hmm. So fast forward another year or so, um, you were, you just had Liam, Mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. I had just been dumped uh, and, um, you know, we kind of just sparked from there and I I, I saw you on, I think, Facebook or I believe it was Facebook and uh, your boy slid in the DMs, you know. Um, I said something stupid. I don't know what I said. And for the next two years after that date, it took about 72 requests, asks, and begging for her to finally go out with me. Yes, that's right. You heard that. 72, uh, 72 dates asking her to come out with me over two years. And I finally, I finally, I finally, you know, got her. I chipped it down. Okay. Uh, I was able to wear you down, I guess. Right? Persistence is the key. <laughs> um, so that's how we met, you know, in a nutshell. Um, the funny thing is... After I successfully slid in her DMs before the date, uh, I had we had finally exchanged phone numbers. And one night, I'm you know with some friends, and he said, "Hey, we're going to some girl's house, and this and that." Da da da. All right, cool. And I'm actually texting Trish, <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, you know we're going to some girl's house. I don't know, just with my boy." Da da da. She's like, "All right, cool." And she replies, "She's like, oh yeah, some dudes are coming over. You know, whatever, whatever." <laughs> And lo and behold, I'm actually walking into her he apartment. Walks through the door. Oh, boy. <laughs> and um, hey, I kept. I was a gentleman, right? I didn't. I didn't let anyone know that we were. You know, we were talking, or I was hollering <laughs> at her. So I reached my hand across the table and I introduced myself. I'm like, "Oh, hey, what's up? My name is Victor." And she's like, "Oh, hey, well, I mean, that was like the first time that we formally met. That is. That is actually. So yeah, yeah. And then from that moment on, I believe, was I already asking you out? I was already asking prior you to that, Yeah, absolutely. prior to that, yeah. Again, folks, this is now a year in of me asking her out and probably 34 attempts. It still took <laughs> another year and God knows how long. But again, I weighed her down. Persistence, folks. Fellas, take that shot, baby. <laughs> over and over and over <laughs> and over and over again. Um, now, the second part to that question is, what would be your number one advice for younger couples? I don't know. I was really stupid when I was young. <laughs> no, seriously. No, I know. But now, 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 for us giving the couple advice, you know, to, to, to a younger couple. Do you have anything? Um, it, this is going to come up a little bit because, uh, you know, there are some other questions that are similar. But honestly, man, it's... Uh, Ego. Put that ego aside. Actually, yeah. Put that ego aside. You know, one of the major issues Trish and I had was... Alphas. Alphas, bro. Alphas. I mean, she couldn't be any more stubborn. I couldn't be any more stupid. And (laughs) it just, it didn't work, you know? Fire Um, and fuel. Exactly. And, and, you know... Fuel and fire? Fuel and fire. Fuel and the fire. Fuel and the fire. And, you know, it was... um, It wasn't necessarily a matter of who needed to be right, more so just who needed to have their way. And I know that sounds kind of similar, but but it really isn't, you know, because, again, when you have two alphas in the room, it's hard for either one of them to, you know, take a step back, 
Well, yeah, because like you think that you're right and what you do is right all the time. So everyone needs to do what you think is right. And that sounds like crazy, but that's how I was at the age of what, 23, 24? 23, 24. You know, so. I was like, well, if I think this way, then it must be right. So you're (laughs) wrong and you need to learn. And so, you know, again, so for the younger couples, you got to ask yourself, are you trying to make it better? Are you trying to be right? Because that right there is the key. Once I started asking myself that question is when things definitely started to change for us, I would say. Right? I'm going to withhold from... <laughs> well, actually, that'll lead us into our next oh, question. Oh, you dump me? <laughs> is that, so so it, right into it. Yes, actually. That, that, that's... <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes. Um, what obstacles have you overcome as a couple that have strengthened you? dumped me. <laughs> Victor Frosto dumped me. Hey, know your worth, guys. You know what? Listen, I, I did. I did. We were, we were dating now for a couple of years. We had moved in together. Um, we had moved to two different apartments, actually. And uh, we were on our second one. It was in Burbank. That's when you dumped me? <laughs> I think they get it, honey. No, I don't think it was in Burbank. Yeah. Anyway, irrelevant. so irrelevant. Um, he dumped me. Is what we're getting. <laughs> and, uh, and 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 yeah, I did. I did honestly. It, <gasps> it was stop it. It was the best worst mistake I had made. And 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 fellas, this is what you got to ask yourself. You know, at the end of the day, it's you, man. You know, it, it's it's you. Uh, you know, you are your star player. You are your number one priority. How how can you be good for anybody else if you can't be you for, good for you? And I know in, in you know, prior uh, podcasts and in times that I've ta- spoken to people, I've mentioned how, you know, I was a complete fuck up. And, and um, you know, I, I held a lot of guilt and I, um, I, I didn't think very highly of myself. And at this point, I had been, you know, supporting my family and, and, and very successful at my job. And, and, you know, I felt like I was finally seeing my worth obviously with the help of trish and you know we just weren't in a good spot you know mentally i feel like right yeah so i dumped you first of all (laughs) as nikki b would say or actually as i had to correct him it was half 50 50 okay okay so you we were living together but i think it was more of the we had to stop our talk because our relationship was toxic for the first two years. Yeah. And at that point you were burned out. One of the last straws is what happened? <laughs> I might've accidentally, accidentally thrown a coaster set off our balcony onto his windshield. <laughs> Straight into the, like if you if you could see where it hit, she was aiming at me. Like she snipered through the top of the balcony and it hit the windshield right where my head would have been. Poor guy had no idea. I had no idea. Look, I'm coming home from work. I'm tired. You know, she parked. She took up both parking spots. And and I asked her to move and, and yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, no, and then and then I was and then I, I went to go move my car to go park it outside, and I thought you thought I was leaving. No, I think it's well, I I don't remember. <laughs> I'll be honest, it was stupid. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, and so after that, I was like, you know what, fuck this. I love her. I love the. I love my kid. You know, but. It's just, it's not healthy, you know, and, and I know that, you know, again, if you listen to my last podcast, I, I'm big on breaking that generational trauma, 
And, you know, one of the main things is not only did I not want to see our son to see us in that relationship, but I didn't want to bring that out of each other, you know, because that's all we were doing is we were bringing out the negative, the nasty. And, and I didn't want to know her for that because I loved her for so much more. And so, um, yeah, we broke up. And I know how I got him back. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> so, because I'm a gentleman, right? I said, you know what? Stay in the apartment. I'll, I'll, I'll keep, I'll continue paying my half of the rent. I'm not gonna obviously put you out. So I started couch surfing a little bit, and um, <laughs> I stalked him. First of all, <laughs> I need to know where he was staying. And uh, yeah, I was, I'm crazy. I'm Salvadorian, you guys. <laughs> I'm crazy. I'm I'm napping one day randomly and sleeping I hear in. Huh? Sleeping in. Sleeping in. We're not napping. I was I was napping. I was napping one day. I was tired uh, at my mom's house because I've been couch surfing and uh, wanted to take advantage of my sister being at school or something like that and actually sleeping on a bed. And I don't know where I just hear I was I was I'm a ninja. Okay. okay. You didn't realize I was there until I was standing <laughs> at the foot of your bed. So I get up and I'm like, what the hell is this? And there she is, just 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 hair messier than ever. It looks like she'd been crying for days. Days because he broke up with me. <laughs> just just what did you say? Why don't you love me? And I was like, what the f-? I was like, did you break into my house? And just without shame. She's Absolutely. like she's yeah, and absolutely and and so i i looked at her just completely in awe and i'm like you know what i'm tired i'm gonna take a nap um you're more than welcome to come and yeah i think uh i think we think we you know laid our head together and that was that yeah but we did have to like actually talk after that we did decide that because there were so many issues prior to that event that caused us to break up. And the worst part is, like, I understood why we broke up. We were fucking horrible together. I mean, are we not allowed to go? Oh, yeah, come on. Is this yeah, yeah. PG? No, no? Okay. Explicit, explicit. Anyway, so it was it was honestly a smart thing. We were, we weren't, we were not good. And finally, after, you know, Vic talking to his mom and understanding, What's like... the reason? Always. Shout out to my sister, too. Right. Both of them for dealing with us. But, you know, it was just like we had to understand that if we were going to move forward, because at that point there were a lot of, you know, like things in our past or his past that bugged me and that I would always try and, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Bring up? Sure. (laughs) But at that point, you know, we're just like, if we're going to move forward, let's move forward. Let's not, you know, focus on what's happened prior to that. And surprisingly it worked i don't know like how that because it was right then and there that we were able to no and 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 you know what and that's what it is right so circling back to the checking your ego you know i remember venting crying just you know talking to my mom and my sister like what the fuck you know and my mom would tell me she's like you know mijo you got to be the first one you got to take the step you got to back down just just say you're right just say whatever just and I, and I would and I got so mad I'm like but what if she's wrong and, and what if I'm never you know <laughs> I was like no but why do I got to be the one to do it why do I got to be the one to do it and sure and lo and behold guys you know the, the minute I I, I, I remember I, it, it, it happened almost instantly where we were deep in a con- we were deep in an argument and I, and I took a step back and I said what I say I said you know what I'm gonna go into the other room I'm not walking away from you but we need to cool it. We need to calm down. 
And, and I did. And I stepped into the other room. And I think within five minutes, you came in and you go, I just want to thank you for acknowledging. And uh, I'm still upset, but I want to thank you for taking that step. And since then, it, it's just been growing. I yeah, feel like that was know, the foundation. That was the foundation for the solid relationship that we now currently have. Yes. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, now, I kind of kind of that leads into my next question uh, of were your kids planned? <laughs> <laughs> no, none of them. Well, no, <laughs> but Harley was like Harley we were, you know what we want three kids let's just see what happens because with Grayson it took I, I would have honestly expected you know to have him sooner oh or, way sooner like get way pregnant sooner, sooner yeah, with him yeah. but it didn't happen so I was like oh so that means we have like you know X amount of months no no that happened, that happened so fast so fast so fast <laughs> i was pregnant for 18 months 18 months straight is what it felt like yeah yeah and and the reason why i ask this now is because um one of the biggest influences in us moving was our kids was our children was the amount of kids that we had and how quick we had them and um you know at the time that moving got brought up um had our relationship not been where it was um, I don't think it would have been it would have been a possibility. If our relationship wasn't where it was when we got pregnant with Grayson, there we go. It wouldn't we wouldn't be where we're at. Like I feel like Grayson was like the new begin. Like not, I don't know if that sounds right because it wasn't like because of Grayson. Like mm-hmm. we were fine. Our yeah, we were good foundation was yeah. set yeah. prior to having or to you know. I guess for me it was it, it it made it real, you know, and 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 when I say that we have not done a single thing in this relationship correct, and still finally found a way to make it work, we haven't done a single thing correct, and you know we got married two years after living three years after living together with the one kid and you know pregnant with the other one, and and um, um, you know my thing was at work because I can't stop talk- if you know me, you know I can't stop talking about Trish. Um, I felt like I was disrespecting her at the time and at the point of the relationship that we were at in calling her my girlfriend. So that my baby mama. mama. (laughs) So that definitely motivated me, encouraged me to finally, you know, take the step, take the leap. And and aside from loving me and everything. (laughs) And and uh, you know, take the step, take the leap and ask and proposing. And and I remember um, you know, I wasn't trying to, I wasn't trying to pull a, you know, Pam and Roy and, and, and be engaged for, you know, five years. Um, and I, one day I was, I remember I was talking to a customer and I said, oh, my fiance. And it just hit me. I'm like, what the hell am I waiting for? And we ended up getting married in our living room Thanks. after Grayson's baby shower. You were eight months pregnant, right? Yep. Eight months pregnant. Thanks to, uh. Roxy was our witness. Of was course, shout witness. out to Roxy. Always the homie. Always the homegirl. Always there in our in our in our uh, most awesome moments. And Jamie Morlowski. Shout out. And it, just to, just just to um, you know, kind of again illustrate how how everything comes full circle. Uh, 
we had both seen Jamie post something randomly on her Facebook or Instagram like earlier about that week about being, yeah, yeah, about officially being able to, uh, an ordained minister or whatever, right? And, and we looked at each other and we're like, screw it. So we ended up calling her, texting her on leaving the baby shower and she met us at our apartment. Um, you were pregnant, so we, we got the bubbly. <laughs> we got the apple, uh, cider. the apple cider. And, uh, you know, we cheers it. Pop bottles. There you go. Um, all right, now let's go to another one. Um, what is your favorite thing about your marriage? Let me answer first. Please, please, ladies first. My favorite thing about my marriage is that I always feel safe. And that's like one thing, like, listen... Okay, yes, you pay all the bills. That's cool. Yes, you know, I don't work, but like I'm here at home, whatever. But I always feel safe. Always. Like whether we're financially stable or we're like being physically protected. Like I always that's that's it really. Like to me that's like what a man's supposed to be. It's my opinion, though. What do I know? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and, and honestly, picking back off of that a little bit, um, for me, it's it's just unwavering loyalty. I mean, oh damn. Oh no. <laughs> oh god. Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna keep it together, okay? Please. <laughs> um, unwavering loyalty. In case you guys didn't realize this by now. Vic's a sensitive one. I am. I am. The Johnson & Johnson commercial will make me cry, folks. Facts. So. Ask anybody. anybody. And i not that way. <laughs> um, but no, honestly, it's just that unwavering support. You know, that, that backup, that, that loyalty. I mean... I will cut somebody. Tr- Tr- Trish, will, Trish will fight her family for me. You know, Trish will, 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 will fight the world. You know, I know that trolls have to be trolls, but even in putting this podcast together, you know, simple little polls on like, oh, should I do this or should I do that? Anyone that says anything negative, she's like, yo, send me their handle. I will hunt you down. <laughs> and, you know, and, 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 it's, and I feel that, and that's what it is, you know, and I know she says that she appreciates what I do, but, you know, quite honestly, it wouldn't be possible without you. It wouldn't be possible without... You know, again, that support. We're so cute. <laughs> um, what did I want? Uh, there's another one here that, again, piggybacking off of that. Uh, um, what is the secret to your harmonious relationship? I think our communication. Really? I think so. For me, it's the sex. No, I'm Lord have mercy. <laughs> oh, Lord. Sorry. Sorry, Mom. No warnings. Okay, sorry. Go. Oh, I'm appalled. I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> What's the secret to our home? To your home communication, communication, people. Communication. Okay. Um, and it's also understanding each other's, as Vic would put it, love language. Apparently that's a thing. He's the one who introduced me to it. That's actually another right, question, right. right? Yeah. But like for me, it's just understanding. So well, of course we're going to bug each other we live with each other all like we're around each other so little things are going to drive you crazy obviously so it's just a matter of 
learning when to bring it up, I guess. Because yeah, obviously okay. you don't want to just like hold that shit in. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's just like, say, you know, Vic comes in, he's in a bad mood. He has this face. I know that you, some people know that face. <laughs> he walks in and it's just like, what's up, dog? Like, what's your problem? But I can't say that at that time. So at that point, I will just, okay, all right, cool. Let's get him relaxed. Let's get him, because he's a happy guy. You just have to get him there when he's not feeling it. So, you know, maybe within the next hour, you have to gauge it. So for me, if I know that he's feeling some type of way, I will wait till I find like the appropriate time to address it because yeah. I'm never, I don't think I ever go without addressing something that bugs me. No, no. And, I, and, and yeah, it and can I'm, be an hour. It can be three days, mm-hmm. but obviously it depends on the situation. So at that point I will wait till he's like fully, I guess, open to receiving information. information. No. Yeah. And, and, and again, I applaud that. that. That's definitely something that you do do. I mean, it's funny. Cause one of the questions is, is Vic really always that happy? Kind of, <laughs> my, like most of the time. Most of the time, but my lows are low, you know, and and and, and not in a, not in a depression fashion by any it's just means. Like a swing. It's, yeah, it's more of a swing than anything. And and I just you know in those low moments, definitely vulnerable. And 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 she knows that hey, if I didn't take out the trash like she told me to, and I come home and Ask she's gonna three she, times, <laughs> and she's gonna bring it up and she sees I'm in the mood. She, she might wait till later. Like, Hey, by the way, uh, you, you also didn't take in the trash. Like I asked you to the other day so, or, you know, earlier today. So just, just throwing it out there. So I feel like it's not only the timing, but also how, you know, how, yeah. how you bring it up too. Yeah. You know, you're not coming at me. Is it, like my thing is like at the end of the day, we're not getting divorced, though. That's that fun. shit's not going to happen. Yeah, so what's the point in making this whole I'll fucking... <laughs> there's, no, <laughs> there's no point in causing, like, an explosion. Like, there's no reason to get into those fights. And I think that's one of the things I learned, too. Like, you know, after he broke up with me. <laughs> that it's just... if Unless I'm planning to leave him, which I'm not. But, like, there's no reason to... Drag this shit out. Like, let's fucking deal with it and move past it. But, like, fix it at the same time because, like, you can't just put a Band-Aid on something because that shit will just, you know, build up. Yeah. Right? No, absolutely. I mean, again, you know, circling back around, right? You know, are you trying to be be right or are you trying to make it better? You know, and it's like, why? Why? You know, you're stuck with me forever. Forever. So why make it? unpleasant right you know and that's something that i honestly i never understood man you know and maybe it's it's maybe it's how it's 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 portrayed you know in movies and shows and like oh the old ball and you know the ball and chain or whatever whatever and like i don't understand that you know i i he loves me so much <laughs> i honor you i cherish you i respect you i love you you know and it's like you know that old school mentality once again guys you know break that generational trauma break the 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 you know stereotypes proper masculinity you know it's okay to show and express your feelings you know and don't get me wrong i've gotten it before not anymore because not everybody knows but you know oh you know i'm i'm um this and that for my wife oh damn she got it like that oh damn she got it like you know she got you like that oh you didn't know bro i'll be the first one to tell you my boo's the one that calls the shots, and gladly, because that's true, you know? 
And, 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 you know, those sayings are, are cliche, but they're sayings for a reason, right? Happy wife, happy life. And, and 100%. But guess what? Guess how I make her happy? I'm happy. You know, I'm happy with me. I'm happy with the person that I am. I'm happy with the partner that I am. So what do I do? I express that and I convey that. And in turn, get an awesome relationship. Facts. Right? Absolutely. Um. You brought up love language. That's the question. What What are your love languages? What's your love language? We took the test. Now, this is funny because... Did you say I'm excited? I did. I did. So before the tests, um, for those that don't know, your love languages is there five love languages. Everyone that, uh, you know, is in a relationship is expresses their love differently. And in most cases, they express their love by how they want to be loved. And this is where a lot of people have problems, you know, because where one person can be touchy-feely and the other could be like, nah, I'm cool, give me a, buy me a present. Materialistic You, you know, materialistic, you know, one's, one's using their love language to communicate with the other and it doesn't work. So again, so for those that don't know, the love languages are words of affirmation, receiving gifts, physical touch, acts of service, and quality time. Now, <clears throat> before I actually took the test and looked into this, off you know, off first bat, off first glance, I was you know, physical touch, off bat, you know, boom. That's what my, that's my love you language. Thought. That I was. Right. Yeah. What about you? Before you took the test or uh, acts of service. Acts of service. Oh, that was, so you knew from the well. Job? I assumed. I honestly didn't really look at my results. Okay. Oh, you didn't look at them? Well, I like, I saw the percentages, but I don't remember which was which. So yeah. So for those that don't know, if you you, you go online and you can actually uh, you can actually take your tests, and oddly enough, Trish and I uh, are are they're very similar. I do remember so, that much. I yeah. still remember where the numbers were. So for Trisha, it's acts of service. And what that means is, you know, hey, yo, help me with the dishes, Doug. <laughs> help me pick up some toys. No, it's true. It's true. You know, to her, that means that you're looking out for her, you know, and that to her is 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 goes a long way. Um, for me, it was words of affirmation. Look at me deeply, honey, and tell me I'm pretty. You know, I need to hear it. And it's true. I, it, it is. I, you know. I love you. I'm proud of you. I, you know, you, you know, damn, you're looking good. Like I, that fucking makes my day. Like I, 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 I love to know, you know, through expression that I'm your favorite person in the world. Thanks. You know, and, and, and it's actually really funny because again, our, our, our answers were really similar. So off bat, hers was active service. Uh, mine was words of affirmation. Um, for her, my second was quality time and hers was right up there. Mine was 27%. Hers was 23% quality time. Um, and then no, but for me, second was, yeah, for you, second was at words of affirmation, which is really funny. And then what I love the most is that we both received 0%, zero percent for receiving gifts. Zilch. Nada. Um, we are very simple people. Simple. Practical. Uh, I wear hey. Crocs every day. <laughs> hey, bro. They're practical as fuck. Hey, they're awesome. I was a hater. I'm not going to lie. I was a hater. The biggest. Um, you know, and, and that, that, that to me, you know, it says a lot that obviously aside from our major love language, if you will, all the other ones were extremely similar. Um, you know, has it always been like that? Did we grow to be that way? You know, I don't know. 
I don't think I've ever been like a gift person. I, I no, me neither. I don't really care for gifts. I mean, I love when you get me gifts, just because you know that and anything you get me is my favorite thing. You know, I don't think it, my from my Pacel right <laughs> from my Pacel right to my AirPods to you know what I mean. Just in case people don't know, like it's it's called So Right, but it's a joke. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that, that's, that's definitely what's awesome. And, and so kind of, again, leading me to my, um, next question, uh, you know, here regarding quality time, um, uh, what, what's your favorite thing to do together? Eat. Mm. I love going to eat with you, like just dinner with just you and no children. Oh, 100% no children. Vix jujitsu. I was gonna say the sex, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" <laughs> Sorry, Don't no. For me, it's you. not. It, it, it's it's it doesn't matter. It yeah, doesn't matter. actually, no. That's true. Anything. Anything. We like if I have to go into town to get something from Michaels. Well, can we go with you to Max just for? Yeah, <laughs> he did. One of our other children. Um, can we go with you? Can we, I'm just like, what? Like, how does that make any sense? You'd want to sit in the car. With three children bugging the shit out of you for 15 minutes. Because guess what? I'm not. Take, I'm gonna take my time. Michael's. That happens like what? Once a month. Once a month. Yeah, if that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Any spending time definitely like any he doesn't care. We can be in the car. Rushing to get creative and it's funny. It's it's funny because uh you know Trish Trish is uh. She's not as much of a social butterfly as I am. So for her, like a girl's night is, is definitely something, you know, a little different than others. And I think one day um, she, had some, she had some of her friends and they were telling her, oh, let's go to Vegas. Let's go to Vegas. And she's like, I don't really, I don't really care. Like, I don't really, can Vic go? She's like, no, no, no. Like, just, you know, just the girls. Like, we'll do a girl's trip. You've never done a girl's trip to Vegas. And Trisha's like, no, you don't get it. Like, I, I, I actually like hanging out with Vic. And I, and I thought it was funny because the same here. I mean, I could, have, I could have the homie hit me up right now talking about, hey, bro, plane ticket. I got you. Let's go. You know, everything paid for. Let's go to Vegas. My first question would be, can I, can I bring Trish? Because, like, I love. We're like best friends. We are. No, and I, lo- I, love, I love sharing everything with you. I do. I do. And, and you know, you're right. Um. Jiu-jitsu is on the top of the list, obviously. Um, whether it's at the gym with the kids in our garage, you know, in bed. Oh, uh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> Jiu-jitsu definitely is a favorite for me. Um, so the people want to know, do you actually like jiu-jitsu? Listen. <laughs> okay. Jiu-jitsu is cool. I do like it. But Vic loves it. And like... I'm getting there, and it, and it, it's one of those things that you can't force on somebody. Like you cannot force someone to like jujitsu. But as no. a, like at the beginning mm-hmm. of my jujitsu journey, you were kind of like, you need to go, yeah. you need to go, you need to go, and I was like, no, I don't want to. I'm an adult. I can make my own. So it's just like one of those things where you just have to. I mean, this is it. Kind of goes for everything in a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Like how you can't tell me that I want to do something. Not at all. God no. You have to let God me decide no. that yeah, I want to do I have something. To, I have to listen, fellas. Key code. All right, listen up. Let them think. If you can find a way to make it their idea, oh man. Absolutely. Well, that's why. Okay, so absolutely, it's true, and every there's a lot in a relationship that. Has ended up that way. 
so how long you had tried to convince me to do jujitsu for two years? I've tried to convince you to do jujitsu for a while, but when we were still living in California, it was difficult for me to even go. So it was going to be impossible for both of us. And then once we moved out here, um, you still tried. Like I still tried one hundred percent, and it took another two years. Two years. Two years. Exactly. Yeah, and so, me, but yeah. the way he brought it up was like, "Oh, I want Liam to do it." Guess what? They offer like Tenth Planet. Shout out to Tenth Planet Tucson. Whoop whoop. We love you. Oh. Oh. Whatever. But anyway, so he the way he brought it up to me was like they offer wrestling and jujitsu for the kids, and I was like, oh, that like because all so Vic talks a lot, <laughs> you know, like so there's a lot of information, but believe it or not, I'm picking up most of the information. And for what he's told me from about jujitsu, it's that wrestling just benefits. Your jujitsu, right? 100%. At a younger age, mm-hmm. your takedowns, yeah. all that jazz. The grit, yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, obviously I'd want Lee to go there. But he's like, you know, there's kind of like a stigma. Like they're kind of like different, you know, people look at it, whatever. And I was like, you know what? I'm different. I like it. I was like, you know what? Me and Lee will join at the same time. And he's like, oh, really? And he's like, you don't want to. For some reason, I made it a point just not to go to the same place. As me. As you. That's true. That's and it true. wasn't necessarily like just the places you'd go to were just so traditional. And like, I'm not clearly, I had children out of wedlock. So, <laughs> you know, I was like, you know, I'll give this place a shot. And you were attracted to the dark side. Always. I've always said it. <laughs> anyway. And yeah, that's how I got into it. Came to, well, actually, funny story. I went to one of their evening classes. To, I was like, yeah, I'll just go to the class right after Liam. You'll meet me there, and we'll go from there. I'm sitting in the truck, like, parked in the front of 10th Planet. And I'm, you know, Liam comes, like, I'm waiting for him to finish, and I just see, like, dude after dude after dude <laughs> after dude just, like, walk in to this place. I'm like, dog, this is a sausage fest. Like, what am I going to, like... I don't even know what jujitsu is. I barely, I don't even understand it. And I'm pretty sure, I still don't even understand it that great. So imagine like not knowing what you're doing. So I was like, you know, Vic, I was like, I'm not going to do this. I'd rather just like wake up at five o'clock in the morning and go to the breakfast club. And so I did. And there were a lot less people. And that's where I miss. That's where I met Nash and Steph. Yeah. Shout out to Nash and Steph. The homies. Straight up, a you know your first coaches, and honestly, probably the the most influential reason why you stayed. Absolutely, there's there is no way that I'd still be doing like if it wasn't for them. Mm-hmm. How long did I do? Like I only did Breakfast Club for months. Mo- like I think the first year, took, I think almost, all, but more than that, yeah. I think I've only been to like three mm-hmm. evening classes. And it wasn't until you were close to your blue belt that we started going to the afternoon classes. So together, barely, barely, yeah. yeah and that. I'd still get fucking anxious going to them. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, it, it definitely was a huge step. But listen, jujitsu was semi forced into my life, but I'm glad it was because you like. It's a, it's really, I honestly like, you know, female empowerment, woman empowerment. Cool. Yeah. You can shout that all you want, but you need like, 
it's the this is female empo- woman empowerment. This is jujitsu is woman empowerment. That's pure. I'm not even trying to like, you know. Talk it up. Talk it exactly yeah. like it really is like it's being comfortable being uncomfortable. You know, a fucking Mercedes almost smothered me with her fucking boobs yesterday. <laughs> okay, like it's there. You're always gonna be uncomfortable, but it's learning how to either breathe through it or get out of it, you know? And so I've come to love jujitsu, believe it or not. Um, but it's definitely some, it's, it's a journey. I guess that's all I can say, right? No, 100%. Um, I feel like, again, we've already kind of brought it up. I need to make it her idea. <laughs> you know, you can't walk up to your wife and say, hey. You're getting fat? <laughs> I was going to say you should work out, but yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you can't do that, guys. Uh, you know, so listen up, fellas. That, no, no, don't do that. But again, making it their idea. Hey, we should do a competition soon. Hey, you know, let's, let's, uh, you know, let, 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 let's, let's get some roles in. You know, I feel with Trish, I need to not only make it her idea, but I need her to know that I care, you know, and that's what it is. I, you know, my, her health and, her safety, you know, is, is, is number one for me. And, um, you know, an active lifestyle, especially keeping up with these fucking kids, you know, is definitely important. So for me, it's, it's, uh, you know, politely guiding you and reminding you of your purpose. Um, that, that, that's me. What what would you say for you? I've had so many people be like, oh my God, Vic is so motivating. You know, you're so lucky. And it's like, no, it, for me. <laughs> no, that shit works on her. <laughs> like, it doesn't, honestly. I know. It I know. does not. I know what it is. He can be like, yeah, let's do, no, I don't want to. Like, I, why not? Because I don't want to. Like, I'm a, I'm a brat yeah. in a relationship. A little bit. And, a little then, bit. and then one day you'll wake up, run two miles and do that for two weeks. That's, you know? So, you'll start, you'll start jujitsu, you know what I mean? Not wanting to. And then four, three weeks later, joining, <laughs> jump in a competition. <laughs> I can't even answer. I feel like I haven't even figured it out for myself, you know? That's like fair. You're still growing. Yeah. For me, my motivation is not being fat. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it right now. You know what I mean? Like Girl, you think there's a big. limit. I, Right. But for me, I'm like, all right, cool. You good? You're a little chunky. It's cool. You're fine. And then once I'm like, seven months ago, I'm like, nope, too much. You got to <laughs> take it back down. You're good. Go back. Go back. So for me, I just, as long as I can run two miles and not stop, I'm. Wait, wait. So are you, are you, are you saying accountability? What? You, you keep yourself accountable, honey? What? It's a crazy concept, girl. What do you know about that? Um, no, again, if, if you listen to my last podcast, I, I definitely emphasize the importance of, you know, physical fitness and, and being just, just being on your game, man. You know, there's no reason for why, life, you know, exactly, exactly. Oh, Vic, what are you training for? Life, motherfucker. You know, there's no reason why you need to be less than, you know, you, there's this, there's, for some reason, there's this terrible stigma about, you know. Life going downhill in your 30s and your 40s. Fuck that, bro. I think we're more active now. Yeah, I'm more active now than I was 
in high school, I think, and I played sports in high school, and, and this is this is willingly, this is by choice. This isn't even like, oh, you know, I, I'm I'm being told to do this. I'm paying for you know paying for a trainer. Well, I mean, I do pay for a trainer or you know someone to um, write my workouts because it you know makes it a little bit easier. But for the most part, I'm doing this willingly. You know, uh, and and, That's true. Uh, and we're hurting and, ourselves and getting choked by our friends. <laughs> Daily basis. Hey, bro. There's nothing else that you know puts two people together. The bond. No, and 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 again, you know, it's 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 key for me. You know, like fine wine, baby. With age, just getting better. You know, I want to tap out my grandkids. You know, I want to be able to beat my kids as long as I possibly can. And again, it's it's showing them and leading them through example. Showing them that you know what, dad is always getting after it. Dad's always grinding. Dad's always doing his shit because. That's the best way you can show them because if not, you know, oh, okay, uh, you know, you should do this. Oh, okay, but you don't do it and, and, you know, believe it or not, they see it that way, you know? Thanks. Um, you know, and to kind of answer the second part to that question of how do you keep going, you know, that's what it is. It's, it's trying to be the best version of myself for them, but again, for myself, you know, here's the thing, guys. I, I talk about again I talk about this generational trauma right and you got to understand that when you have a family that's it that's that's your family yeah you might have a mom you might have a dad you might have a sister you might have but in all honesty that's an afterthought because the person that you said I do to the 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 the, the children you brought into this world that is it. That's your team. That's your squad. That's your task unit. And, you know, we need to get rid of the damaging parts of our past and, and only, you know, promote the great, the good. And, and, and if you had a shitty childhood, more the reason, more the reason for you to start these traditions or to start, you know, the, the, this, this different family home and bond because you didn't have it. So let's give it to your children. Right. And I think above all else, that's what keeps me motivated to keep going is that we have, again, we have built such a fucking awesome team that I just want to improve from here. And the reason is Life's fucking hard, man. You know, I, 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 right now, right now, I'm going through so much shit, you know, uh, between just, you know, personal stuff that if I didn't have Trish, I, I'd be fucking lost. I would be lost. You know, we left our home. We came to a completely different area. I jumped into a completely different, you know, uh, career. career path. Uh, you know, for nine months there, I wasn't getting paid. We were living on credit cards and fucking and, and savings account, you know, and it got dark there, bro. I got scared there for a little bit, you know, but let me tell you if it, again, if it wasn't the constant support of Trisha, if it wasn't the constant, you know, just, just, we got this, you know, and that's all I needed again, back to words of affirmation, right? Like we got this, that's all I needed to keep going. And when you value your partner and what you've built to the degree that I do, you will literally, literally, literally figure it out. Right. Absolutely. Cause you're never ready. <laughs> you're never ready. 
You know, again, we were asked, oh, were your kids planned? No. Because if we were to try to plan it, it wouldn't happen. You know, because you're you're never ready. So you just got to figure it out. And I promise you, you always will, no matter where you're at in the, your relationship. If you're just or in starting, life, or in life, in life, but but you know, if you're in a relationship and it's new, or you're just starting out, or you just got married, or you're thinking about taking that step, whatever, you figure it out. And when it's the right person, it makes it a lot easier. <laughs> and not miserable. And not miserable, definitely. Now, in that same breath, and with that being said. You know, some advice that I can definitely offer up, unsolicited, by the way. Anyone that I know that's having their first kid, I say the same thing to. At the end of the day, no matter what, as a man, your wife comes first. Your wife, your woman, your girl, your shorty, whatever, that is your queen. You know, I feel like and, and and we might have experienced this, whether it be family or friends or, or or lived it yourself. Parents tend to get divorced when kids hit, you know, 15, 16, 17. Because, you know, you get married and you have kids and then you end up raising these kids and get so caught up raising these kids that you forgot, oh shit, I'm married to this person. And then you wake up 16 years later like, who the fuck are you? Because you guys focused all your attention, time, and love on the kids that you forgot about your spouse. And, you know, I, I, I say it proudly, man. Fuck these kids. <laughs> Trish comes first, first and foremost, at all times. We can make more kids. Oh, <laughs> I only have one wife. You know, this is my partner. You know, in, in Harley's three, four, three? She's three. Sorry. 15 years, 16 years, she's out the house. The fuck? And then what? 13. It's me and you, right? Math. (laughs) It's just me and her. And let me tell you, I am counting down the days. (gasps) What? It's true. I want to travel and do things with you. But they're going to live with us forever. (sighs) Okay. Anyway, I don't mind if they can, you know, if they want to crash, but I will tell you that (laughs) I can't wait for the day that I can just have you all to myself again. Because for any guys out there that, you know, live with their baby mama or their wife or their girlfriend or whatever, y'all know, the kids don't give a fuck about you. It's mom all the time, 24-7, you know, day and night. So you have to split that time between these little humans and the love of your life. It's a little annoying. Which leads me to our next question, which is extremely important, but how important is intimacy in your relationship? Honey? What? <laughs> You're asking me. I'm asking you, yeah. Let's get your no. let's get your take on it. Mother, if you're listening, fast forward four minutes. Is that appropriate? <laughs> yeah, that's appropriate. You, I don't know. How important? How how important? Obviously, it's important. Right. It's important. Like, I don't have any facts here, but I'm pretty sure. I don't know. You take it, take it, take it. (laughs) It's everything, honestly, for me. It's it's a huge portion. Uh, When I mean I am a teenager, 
around my boo. I mean, I would chase her around naked if I could. Um, um, we had to shut down the factory just in case because I, I didn't, we couldn't have any more fossils on this earth. No um, more. And it, important, it's, it, intimacy is huge. I mean, again, back to the love languages, you know, words of affirmation is one thing, but, but uh, nothing makes me feel wanted more than feeling wanted. You know, I look at pictures of me when I was fat and completely out of shape and had the lowest testosterone in my life. I still hit it. <laughs> and I, I was like, why, how the hell did you let this guy touch you? It was, it was gross. It was disgusting. It was. Ugh. Anyway, um, so, you know, now being that we are where we are, it, it's definitely a key for us. And, you know, it, I, again, I hate how marriage is portrayed on TV or in movies where it's like, oh, it's Wednesday night, you know, it's, it's, the, it's my night or, oh, you know, it's, you know, you only get fucking three BJs a month and da 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 and like, <laughs> nah, dog, I don't, I don't want that kind of relationship. I don't, you know, and oddly enough, as our relationship has grown and the longer we've been together, ugh, the fucking sex has just gotten so much better. And if I could have told my younger self this when we first started dating, oh, dude, I would have put up with so much more. What did you say? One time you're like, if I could have told... 12-year-old me. Well, let's go 14, 14-year-old okay? me. You're wild. It's true. If I could have told 14-year-old me this is what married life was going to be, I would have been down. Um, because No, but honestly, it, it, because that's how it should be, right? You You should be growing together. You should be maturing together. You should be finding yourself together as, as, as a couple. You know, you go through phases, you know, in a relationship and, and through life. And, and I've seen Trish be a, 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 a single mother. I've seen her be a sister. I've seen her be a daughter. I've seen her be a friend. I've seen her be my girlfriend. You know, I've seen her become my wife. Now I've seen her, you know, be a mother of multiple children. I saw her and see her, you know, become a fucking U.S. soldier. What's up? You know, and nothing makes me prouder. Nothing makes me more proud than seeing her evolution. Oh, my God. You know, the day she got her blue belt in jujitsu a year and a half quicker than I got mine. It was true. You know, it like her progress on the mats, you know, makes me just as happy. You would think that I'm the one out there, you know, getting the gold or whatever, you know. And so it, it, it's, and that's how it should be. You know, if you're in a relationship with someone and they annoy the fuck out of you, well, first of all, you're probably not trying to fuck. And secondly, you probably can't stand that person and don't want to be around them. So why do it? You know, fucking rip the bandaid off. Find that one person that is going to make you want to be the best version of yourself. It's that simple. Honey. That's me. <laughs> I'm the best. Uh, now, another question kind of similar to that is, how often are you guys intimate? <gasps> Honey? I plead the fifth. <laughs> now, because I am a gentleman and you are a lady, <gasps> I will just say that I'm a very happy guy. <laughs> and uh, most guys don't see the action that I do in a month. <laughs> oh, my God. That I do in sometimes a night. Okay, a couple months, but definitely night. <laughs> Priorities, folks. Ladies, if you want some things done around the house or, you know. Bills paid. <laughs> that's one way to do it. Nah, but uh, I would be remiss not to bring this up, right? The yin to the yang. 
what is something that annoys the hell out of you that I do? What is the one thing or, okay, not one thing, but what would you say are, I guess, some bad qualities of mine or, you know, something that takes a little bit extra legwork on your end to get over? You leave things <laughs> where you socks on the counter, <laughs> empty cans by the couch, dirty plates on the floor, on wherever. The floor? You, what do you mean? You, if you're sitting on the couch oh, eating food, right. okay, okay. you will leave them okay. where you're at. Like you leave things and he has no he says he plans to pick them up. But he doesn't. In my defense, no. if you get to it before I do, that Dog, doesn't I'm not mean gonna wait two months for you to pick this shit that up. That I wasn't gonna do it. Right. In two months, I might also <laughs> build a treehouse. <laughs> but it's probably not gonna happen. Anyone ever done? No. Yeah, okay, no, that's true. That that is a bad quality of mine. I oh, will Lord, say you know, I'm gonna no, I'm gonna blame it on my mom for sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, um, you know, I come from a home where I'd be taking off my clothes and the motherfuckers was picked up, washed, ironed, and put back into the drawer before folded. folded. Yeah, so, mommy, you spoiled me. She does everything else fantastic, though. Um, oh, no. I'm not ready for it. <laughs> you, okay. This is what bugs me about you. And, and, and. We're getting divorced. No, I'm stop kidding, it right now. <laughs> no, and here's the thing. Look, for real. Like, and, and again, it, it goes, it, good and bad, right? The one thing that bugs about, the one thing that, that bugs me the most about you also is a highlight in our relationship. And mm. what it is, is, you know, you, you touched on it earlier. We know each other, right? We're married, right? We know each other. Well, like, why you got to fake the funk, dog? Like, I know when you're in the mood, right? Like, I know when you're in the mood. So, like... I'm trying to be better. No, I know you, and you are, and that's the thing, and you're, you're actively taking steps to be better 100%, but I'm just saying, like, if... If I, bro, you wear your emotions on your face. Oh, absolutely. If I walk into a room and you ain't, you're not, we're not vibing, I know that. So the one thing that bugs me the most is when I ask you, like, hey, what's wrong? Nothing. Like, fellas, you feel me? Dude, like, I am around you. I, you're acting different. Okay, and you know what? Let's say you're not in the mood or what? You know what? Let's say you're in a funk. But at least acknowledge that the energy has shifted. And I think that is, that is the, that is again, what bugs me the most that you don't do, but you come around to at least acknowledging it. Oh, absolutely. Right. Am I right? Yeah. Okay. My only thing is like, how would, so if I know I'm in a mood for some dumb shit, mm -hmm. right. And I know it's some dumb shit. And you can acknowledge it. And I can acknowledge it. It's some dumb shit. And you're like, what's wrong? And I'm like, and I don't want to be like, it's some dumb shit. And I just be like, I'm cool. Let me get over it. Let me be, you okay. know? So how does that work? How would you say want that? To... Say that. Say that. You know what some I mean? Some dumb shit. Some dumb shit. Say, <laughs> so, you know what? I, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong. Well, I know it's wrong, you know, but it's some dumb shit. No, no, not, not, not that it's wrong. Like, I don't know what's wrong. Just something's bugging me. I don't even want to give it the attention. I don't even want to give it the importance. Okay, cool. Boom. Keep it shift. Keep it moving. Because you got to understand when you're in a mood or when I think you're in a move or when I perceive you're in a mood. That affects my energy. And then now I'm walking on eggshells. And, you know, the times that we do argue... By the way, guys, we still argue a lot. Right? Would you say? It's like... Tip. Little tip. Tip tats. Right? right? Like, and, we'll again, we're not... We're not yeah, yeah. We're, <laughs> we're not a, a, a muffin. A blueberry muffin. Hey, bro. It was hot. 
But no, we still argue. We don't want to paint this picture like we got this fucking perfect relationship and whoop that, this, that, and the other. No, no, no. We still argue. We still fight. We still get on each other's nerves. But it's how we get. And we minimize. Exactly. We minimize the collateral damage. It's how we bring it back. It's how we find a way to get centered again. That is the key here, people. And that's what I, that's what I really hope, you know, really conveys in this podcast, in this episode is shit's going to happen. There is no happy-go-lucky fucking candy canes and, and puppies, rainbows. rainbows. And no, it's grimy. Puppies. It's dirty. It's fucking rough. It's stressful. It's scary. But guess what? You get past it. You get over it. And that is what's key. And for me, kind of, again, circling back to what you were saying, and you just telling me, you know what? There is something. It doesn't make me feel crazy. I guess is what it is. That makes sense. Right? Is that fair? Yeah. It doesn't make me feel crazy. Because if you, if you don't acknowledge it, I'm like, what the fuck? Is there something wrong with me? Right? Yeah. So, I think, uh, again, that's, that's the one thing I would say annoys. But again, we're working on it. We're working on it. You know? Every um, day. Um, you know? Perfect example. Not too long ago. I want to say maybe a couple weeks ago. Um, your girl got caught slipping. Okay? Don't even really remember how it happened or what we got into, but oh my god, when I screenshotted, all of a sudden, dog, no kid, no. All right, so check it out. I fucked up. I'm not gonna lie. I fucked up. I fucked up. I'll take. Hey, I'll take the blame. Right? We'll 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 equally spread it out. I fucked up on a matter, and whatever. Trish is rolling with the punches. And she decided, and I asked her too, I'm like, are you upset about what I did? Because again, I, I'm acknowledging that I fucked up. Nah, it's cool. That's all I got, right? <laughs> nah, it's cool. I'm being the better person. Right. Like duck skin dog, okay? Okay, right. <laughs> Three minutes later, I get a text message of a screenshot that she meant to send someone else talking shit about me. <laughs> She, I, she got caught up talking shit. And not only that, there was receipts, dog. It was a screenshot. I couldn't unsend that shit. You can't unsend I that shit. Dog. You know that I message, bro. So she <laughs> sent something to my sister that was supposed to be... Or, I'm sorry. She sent something to me that was supposed to be sent to my sister. And, bro, caught her red-handed. And the funniest thing was I read it. I knew exactly what it was about. And, listen, you know, our relationship, the relationship of yesteryear... Fucking shit would have popped. Shit would have popped off. Chairs would have been flying. The whole nine, whatever, whatever. But because we are where we're at, you know, it, 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 I was able to read it, acknowledge it. Again, still acknowledge the fact that I'm the reason that started the the the, the annoyance, her annoyance, and you know, and, and 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 quite honestly, there was no greater satisfactory than the victory <laughs> of knowing that I kind of caught her up. But it was like I sent the screenshot, and then he was like. Wait, what? I don't get it. And I literally walked downstairs and said, I was talking shit. I'm sorry. And then he was like, all right, cool. <laughs> and again, guys, that accountability. You know, I, I, I held myself accountable because I knew what I did to start this got her upset. And even though she didn't admit it. And when she got caught up, she knew and she held herself accountable and admitted, yeah, you know what? I was talking shit. <laughs> And I was with my sister. My sister knows the good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between. So whatever. But, you know, again, uh, you know, and I think I think is a a good place to put a pin in it. Uh, But, you know, if you can hear, we got the we got some got some littles in the background. 
uh, crying bloody murder for their mother. But uh, circling back to the key points here is communication, trust, loyalty, unwavering motivation, and oh, just feeling safe with one another. And, and knowing that, God forbid, something happens. The, the zombie apocalypse happens tomorrow. Oh, I think you... Did you skip that question? Oh, I did skip that question. Oh, someone asked, what would get me kicked off your apocalypse team? Honey? Can you answer that for that thing about that? Uh, I'm, if we're talking... What kind of apocalypse? I mean, if we're talking zombie... Fuck it, any kind of... Uh, I would lying. Lying. Getting caught lying. How could you prove that they're lying? Um, stealing, stealing, lying. You know, if, if if this is a zombie apocalypse, you got my back. I got your back. We don't know where the next meal's coming. Uh, I think trust has to be up and over, up and above anything else. So, if I catch you slipping in the slightest bit, you're dead to me. Like I'm cold hearted, so any <laughs> outsider, you know, like you're yeah, not bro. welcome. Yeah, yeah. If you don't. It'd be hard for you to make the team us. to begin with. No. And guess what? Guess who? Gets to decide that. Me. Yeah. Not Vic. He's nice. He's too nice. <laughs> it's me. I don't know you. I don't want you. Unless you're like a child that might get fucking hurt out there, you know? Yeah. But, um, kicked off. Let's say they made it on the team. Let's say they, they made it on the team. Yeah, what gets you kicked off Coming the from me or my kids. That's true. So. Taking from you or your kids. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I guess I'll pick it back on that. Like, if I feel uneasy, if I feel unsafe with my, my, my kids, you know, my wife and my kids. Vibes. Vibes. Fucking, <laughs> yeah, bro. Your vibes attract your tribe, right? Is what his bird chicks say. So that would definitely be one for me. So, um, hey, take notes, folks. Um, you know, be nice to her and uh, don't be fucked up. And we ride together, dog. We ride to the end. <laughs> no, but again, I think it's a good place to put a pin in it. Um, you know, love one another, talk to one another, um, communicate. It's okay to express your feelings. It's okay to feel what you're feeling. And it's okay to really be upset with one another. Yeah, it's okay to be upset with one another. And, and it's okay to acknowledge that, hey, I fucked up. You know, be the bigger person, put the ego to the side. Once again, you're trying to be right. You're trying to make it better. Thank you, everybody. Hope you have a good night.